Live from Music City, Nashville, Tennessee, this is J-Rod Concerts, the podcast with Jamie Rodriguez. A trip of music discovery. Jamie is picking people he thinks you'll really like. Musicians, artists, producers, and everyone involved in the world of music. Here's your host, Jamie Rodriguez. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to J-Rod Concerts, the podcast. Happy holidays. This is your host, this and every episode, Jamie Rodriguez. Hope everyone is doing well. Super excited for today's guest, guys. Before we get to him, some housekeeping items. Um, We've had a lot of new subscribers. We've grown quite a bit this year, and we thank you, all of you who've been along for the ride, and the new ones, welcome. Uh, The best way that you can help us, because we always hear, man, Jamie, we love what you do. You know, how can we help? The best way you can do is actually just give us a review. You know, click subscribe, give us a little five-star rating or whatever rating you want to give us, but just just uh, do because it helps us with the algorithm. So we do certainly appreciate that. And we also have a really cool newsletter that goes out every Friday with the five new songs that you should know. Easy to unsubscribe if you don't like it. It's not spammy at all. You can uh, subscribe at jrodconcertspodcast.com. Now. On to today's guest, ladies and gentlemen, Christian Lopez, an amazing Americana rock and roll soul. He's from West Virginia, and uh, I mean, he's been kicking ass his whole life. I mean, his debut album was produced by Dave Cobb, who, of course, has produced Jason Isbell, Chris Stapleton, when he was just 18. And his new album, The Other Side, is really just an electric piece of work. You guys are going to love it, The Other Side. Uh, so for sure, it's 12 songs that just are unbelievably rocking. He has evolved his sound. Uh, he's 25 years old now, and he's already, he's so young, but at the same time, artistically, like he's already evolved and done so much. So it's really great to have Christian on the show. He joins us from Los Angeles. He's on the way to Canada uh, with his uh, fiance. Uh, so yeah, absolutely. Just a great, great episode here with uh, with Christian. We hope you guys uh, enjoy it. He's a musician's musician, so you're going to love his story. You're going to love his album, The Other Side. Without further ado, let's get on it. Christian Lopez on J-Rod Concerts, the podcast. Perfect, Christian. Super excited to have you on the show. Big fans since Red Arrow came out, and now, of course, The Other Side. So really stoked. Great oh, album, by the way. So yeah, by the way, great oh. album. It's very nice of you, man. Thank you. I'm glad you liked it. Yeah, really, really great album. So how are you doing? Where are you coming to us from, Christian? Well, right now I'm in Los Angeles, but uh, only here for a couple of days. Tomorrow we go to Canada, and we just came from New Mexico. So we're all over the, all over the place. All right? over the place. Are you playing in Canada? What are you doing in Canada? Well, actually, uh, my fiance is shooting a movie up there. So mm-hmm. I've wrapped up uh, most of my shows for this month. And uh, so we're just going to go up there till middle of December. And she's making a horror movie. So... It'll be my first time in Canada. We're just going to go make the most of it. Interesting. Yeah, absolutely. It'll be an interesting holiday season. Good time to do it. Cool, cool, Christian. So, yeah, I mean, like we said, love the album, The Other Side. It's uh, particularly like how you weave ballads like Miss Me Too and uh, absolute rock smashers like Finish What You Started. You know, it's incredibly effective the way you did it. And um, so, so, so let's start with this, Christian. I mean, you've worked with like the top of the line producers like Dave Cobb. You know, you've worked with Robert Adams on this one, Stevenson. When you're starting a project, when you're beginning a project, Christian, and you're sitting with people like them, do you come to them and you say, look, guys, this is what I have in my head. Help me, like, make it a reality to sound. Or is it more like, 
what are we doing? Help me figure it out. Mm. It's, I, I think uh, the older I get, the more it uh, becomes like a vision that I, that I see down the line. But, but with these albums, um, especially, you know, from the beginning, working with Dave, I never really uh, had a clear end goal. It was just, here's my songs. Uh, you know, it was just always me and an acoustic guitar sitting on the end of my bed. So all I had were these songs that, uh, that was just a, a melody and, and some chords. So when I, when I walked into those rooms, you know, I was really ready to open up the floodgates, you know, to whatever ideas they had and uh, to sort of see where it ended up naturally. And when you're working with great people like that, you're always going to find magic. Um, so I usually, uh, you know, make it pretty accessible for all ideas, even the band members, even the other people in the room. I want everyone throwing it in. Um, I'm not too, uh, you know, hard set on the end goal, you know, just sort of yeah. finding that magic naturally. Yeah, I got you. I got you. I got you. And speaking of magic, you know, let's delve into your early life for a second, Christian, because it's fascinating. I mean, you're born and raised in, Martin, in Martinsburg in West Virginia. Uh, by the way, every time I love West Virginia, uh, I used to drive by there all oh, the really? time. And every time I pass by it, like those mountains, they just give me the chills. There really is something special in those mountains, right, Christian? Like artistically speaking. Yeah, well, you know, uh, it's um, one of those places where you're getting sort of a storybook uh, kind of kind of uh, childhood. And I didn't realize that till I till I left, you know, how sort of lucky I was to be in that place. It's sort of stuck in time. Uh, you know, West Virginia has a little bit of that uh, extra nostalgia, a little bit a uh, few decades behind, you know. So so it's easy to, uh, you know, get into those situations where you're just sitting on stoops, playing your instruments, meeting other people, playing their other old time instruments and, and uh, you know, getting inspired in those kinds of ways. And, you know, uh, playing uh, those sort of shows that 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 build that uh, that muscle and that old authentic sort of way. And then, I mean, I love it and I still miss it every day. So any chance I can get back there, I always take Yeah, I love that you said that, that it's like a couple decades behind. It does feel like it's from another time in the yeah. best way, in a best way. It's a beautiful, in the best way. yeah, in a beautiful, beautiful place. So how was it growing up, Christian? And, and the reason why I ask is obviously, you know, your mom was a music teacher. Music was such a big part of your life. Like, you know, a time like this, like the holidays, you know, with music around your house in West Virginia, just take us there for a minute. How was it? Oh, the holidays in West Virginia. Well, my family, you know, we're, they're a bunch of cheesy, uh, <laughs> Bunch of cheesy Gemini's. So, uh, <laughs> so we, we do it pretty big. Uh, you know, even, even, you know, I'm, I'm 26 now, but up until this point, you know, Christmas day, they still call at six in the morning. Hey, get over here. You know, uh, we yeah. got to open these things, you know? Uh, so, uh, you know, they, they're just as festive as us kids, uh, my parents. And, uh, you know, we, we always make sure that we're together. We always make sure that, uh, you know, it's sort of the old fashioned big dinner and, uh, you know, I, I love Christmas. I do multiple Christmas trees in my own house. My family, they do like 10. We do like the yeah. whole Christmas village. Um, <laughs> we, we milk the entire thing. And my, my fiance, she's Jewish, but she's the biggest Christmas fan on earth as well. So we have a, uh, we, we just live it up. We live good, it up. Good, good. Now you do Hanukkah. She, she's got no choice. You know, exactly. Live. We do it all. We're like uh, the, the whole month. Oh my God. Yeah. I love it. So Christian, Christian Lopez is unavailable from mid November to early january everybody yeah <laughs> right on yeah <laughs> oh man love that love that christian okay so you know you start building your career super talented i mean there's a lot of stuff that we could talk about we don't have time for everything like you play with bin skill the whole thing but i thought it was really great um to talk about the christian lopez and joe taxi trio 
oh really, re really great little like band that you had here in like, you know, your early life, you, you must have been like 16, 17, but like you played the Warp Tour. I mean, you won the Coca-Cola bottle, like Battle of the Bands. Like you had some great success here. Like, what do you remember from this little trio, Christian? You know your stuff, man. You did your homework. I'm impressed. First off, um, you know, that was like the band that was like my high school band. It sort of was the, uh, you know, the beginnings. You know, I, I, you know, had a bunch of bands growing up and that was, that was the, the outfit that uh, sort of led me into, um, you know, loving that style of, uh, of show and music. You know, I had a few of the songs that are on my first record. I was playing with those guys, uh, but they were my high school friends, guys who lived around town. And, uh, you know, they were way older than me. I was always the youngest guy in the band. So when they, you know, move on, it's, just, you know, it was, I was left to, you know, go do what I do. But, uh, but you know, that was, that was the beginning. We played so many shows and, you know, we lived that, uh, that young sort of high school band just putting around and playing wherever we could sort of life. And uh, I, I, I wouldn't take any of it back. It was so much fun with those guys. Beautiful great start but anyway let's pivot to the new album the other side obviously like i said love the album like oh my god unbelievable but your whole discography is fantastic christian in its own way but when that first track hits nothing wrong i mean from the first chords you're like this is different this is a new christian and and i love that it's such super powerful like evolution of your sound mm -hmm. any trepidation there on taking this like creative risk creative evolution it paid off in spades it's wonderful but it is a risk you know when you completely change everything you've done and you create a new sound any trepidation well you know i think that's the reason why i kicked off the album with nothing wrong i think of the entire 12 songs that was probably the biggest departure hmm. um but i wanted just to get it get it out right off the bat boom and uh for me the common thread is uh is the songs and the songwriting and, and just the overall sort of essence of the message that i've been trying to send but to um, you know, working with a guy like Robert Adam Stevenson, he's sort of in that world, a little more of the British sounds, ambient sounds. And um, yeah. I always like, you know, seeing what, you know, recipes and mixtures we can make together. And uh, But, you know, I have no fear when it comes to style and, and breaking barriers and trying new things. My favorite band is the Avid Brothers. And, you know, uh, they're, you know, they set that example of people who really don't care about staying within a certain genre zone you know sure. they're, they're always breaking barriers on all sides and i've listened to talk about that a lot and it was a huge inspiration for me growing up so that's that's just i guess where i'm sort of naturally finding myself and uh, and you know i you know i it, it feels authentic to me and that's the the common thread throughout so and there's still a lot of uh i think rootsy pieces on the record uh, yeah. but then uh, yeah you know i'm just doing what feels good for me and i know on stage the people seeing that satisfaction flowing that we love to see with other musicians um, is the key to a good show. Absolutely. It sure is. And the Avid Brothers, like you said, perfect example. Like their shows, you don't know what's going to happen. You know, exactly. it's like they go all over the place in the best way. So, Absolutely. you know, we're talking about nostalgia. We're talking about childhood. And one of your songs, Feel the Same, gorgeous song. I mean, the lyrics, you chat about that innocence that we had as child and, and we didn't know we had it that that joy that freedom and then you realize you don't have it as we get older right christian uh -huh. what do you think what do you think is the secret like you know to rediscovering that childlike essence as we get older oh man the secret the secret is i still i'm still figuring it out every day <laughs> i tell you um you know i think uh you know just uh 
I, I have a wonderful woman next to me who luckily is a uh, very smart in this, in this sort of uh, conversation. And, you know, it's, it's just about finding that thing that makes you feel the best and chasing that, you know, and a lot of people forget to chase that voice in there, you know, that the, you know, how do I make today the greatest day it can possibly be and chase that feeling. Um, and I, and I believe if, if you focus on that, then there's a little bit of magic in the universe that, you know, helps you actually get to that sort of place. Um, so that's what I'm doing every day. You know, I'm, I, I'm just searching for ways to, to, you know, channel that feeling and, and, uh, you know, in the best sort of ways. And, um, and, uh, you know, I think that gets you the closest. So I, if there's any secret, maybe it's in there, you know, uh, if I want to go jump off something into the ocean today, cause I feel like I need it. I got to go do it, you know, cause you yeah. said it to me and, you know, I <laughs> maybe, maybe that, I know when I was a kid, I was doing whatever impulse came to my head, but, uh, I, yeah, I don't know. Maybe, you know, what do you think? What do you think I don't know, man. I, 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 no, I, th I think you're nailing it and, and you live it and, you know, I think you live the words of the who, you know, I hope I die before I ever get old. So Spot on. that Perfect. seems to be like all over your musical yeah. DNA. So you live it, you know it. You know. And uh, <laughs> man, so many stories. You're being so good with your time. Thank you, Christian. But I want to ask you yeah. a couple things. I want to ask you in the summer, Oklahoma City, and this is something that's happened to some of our friends here in Nashville. You go mm -hmm. get, get your gear and you find out that the lock is broken and some people stole some of your stuff from your gear. Can you just share with us like what happened there and how it, that episode ended? Like we're pins and needles here. Yeah. Well, um, you know, we were in Oklahoma City. We were driving to New Mexico and the full band trailer. And uh, we stayed at a country inn that night. And uh, we pulled in like two in the morning, parked under a big light. But uh, yeah, you know, it was just the, it was the pinnacle crime scene when we came outside. You know, trailer was down, the lock was cut, you know, beautifully and luckily they only took a few things it was loaded with gear but they only took a few guitars three guitars oh really okay. um three guitars my martin d28 uh one of my prs's and a gretsch electric mm. um three great guitars especially my d28 um but uh turns out it was a it was a a little lady that stole them and i think we saw her the night before kind of hanging out outside super late um but uh <laughs> she sold them to the local guitar center and gave her name number and address so yeah. we were able, we were able to figure it out really quick and just get them back. I don't know what happened other than just getting the guitars back. But my parents actually drove to New Mexico the other day and yeah. picked them up in Oklahoma City. Uh, so I, I finally got them back after like three, four months of sitting at the police station. But uh, I only got two of them back of the three. But they're the best of the two. And I mean, the two best of the three. But, the, but you know, uh, I've heard a lot of those stories, too. A lot of my friends have gone through it. And uh, I'm just lucky that uh, yeah. that it ended up the way it did. And also, you know, posting about it, if that hadn't happened, the Guitar Center managers would never have known to contact me who found out through just just multiple shares of people just sharing about how sharing things were stolen and, and the community sort of coming together on that. So that was a really nice sort of, uh, you know, testament to the, uh, you know, people coming together in, in that sort of sure. funky time. Yeah. Yeah, well, I'm, you know, we're glad that the two that like are matter to you came back because yeah. obviously there's a special connection there, Christian. You know, last question and we'll let you go. Thank you so much. You know, you've lived here in Nashville. You've lived in West Virginia. You've lived in a bunch of places. Now you live in New Mexico. Mm -hmm. And um, you are like the fourth or fifth like friend of our show that is that spends some time in New Mexico. Can you oh, just... Wow. Can you just tell us a little bit about the creative community in New Mexico? What's over there? How would you compare it to Nashville? What's missing? What fills you up? Like, just share with us a little bit about it. 
Well, I've only been in New Mexico now for a few months. We closed okay. in the summer. And, uh, you know, with the whole record going on, I've been traveling like crazy and only had a like a week here, a week there, two weeks here. But, um, you know, I, I haven't had much time to, to branch out into the community yet and, and, you know, get my roots planted with other musicians and sort of the culture there. But where I am in New Mexico, down in the Cibola National Forest in southwest New Mexico, um, you know, just being on that land and being isolated and having that access to those views and that unaffected sky will do something to the creative process already for me, uh, you know, inside. I, uh, you know, the, the few months, the few months that we've had it and I've been sitting over there, I've been just trying to, you know, you know, write new songs, do new things. And it's, I'm finally getting back to that, uh, that relaxed place where, you know, it's starting to flow. And it is such a satisfying, creative sort of uh, uh, just uh, detox that is finally, you know, the songs are coming out. And uh, I mean, that's, that's why I got it. And that's what we're asking for out there. We're asking just to, you know, find inspiration and things like that. And it's easy. It's easy out there. But Absolutely. compared to Nashville, Nashville's great. So many friends, all my, all my uh, history's there. Um, but you know, I just need changes of pace every now and then you, and I need sure. full resets and things and, and, and New Mexico is definitely the, uh, it'll be there for the next little while for the right next on. chapter. Well, Christian Lopez, you've said it all. You have a Hanukkah to, to, to celebrate. You have a Christmas to do trips to make to Canada, LA to enjoy. So we'll let you go, <laughs> but what an album. Thank you for your time. And we look forward to catching you on the road. I can't thank you enough, man. I appreciate the, uh, appreciate the good questions. Good hang. Absolutely, Christian. Take care. Howdy, brother. See ya. This has been J-Rod Concerts, the podcast with Jamie Rodriguez.